Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross. like to thank W.J. Pierce for creating and performing our music. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Thorn and Cross, Haunted Nights Live. We're your host, Alistair Cross, and I'm here with my co-host and collaborator, Tamara Thorne. Thank you for joining us. Uh, before we introduce tonight's guest, I'm going to turn it over to Tamara, who's going to tell you where we're at now. I am. We have news. Um, my new novel, Brimstone, just came out. It's a coming-of-age story that takes place in 1968, so it's got great music. Um, and it takes place in a little town called Brimstone, Arizona. The Brimstone Grand Hotel, owned by reclusive former movie star Delilah Devine, looms high on Hospital Hill, harboring long-buried family secrets that whisper of unimaginable horrors, horrors that will echo down through generations. Within the walls of the Brimstone Grand, the past has come back to life, and Holly Tremaine and her grandmother Delilah are faced with an ancient familial evil that rages just below the old hotel's serene facade. It's an evil that won't rest until it possesses Holly, body, mind, and soul. And this weekend, Alistair's new book, The Silver Dagger, comes out. Um... It's book two in the Vampires of the Crimson Cove series and picks up where the first book, The Crimson Corset, leaves off. Life in Crimson Cove has been good to the Coulter brothers since Gretchen Van Treese was staked and her horde of vampires scattered. But when she rises from the grave, the brothers are torn apart, their lives and peace between them shattered. While a serial killer is stalking the little mountain town, leaving a trail of blood that leads to a truth sheriff Ethan Hunter doesn't want to face. The streets are no longer safe, nor are the forested paths, for the new and unknowable evil has come to Crimson Cove, and everyone, vampire and human alike, must come together in order to survive. Take it away, Alistair. All right, and the first book in that series, again, is The Crimson Corset, and that is available at Amazon. And if you dig it, be sure and check out the uh, companion novel, Darling Girls, which is a Thorny Cross collaboration. And um, also I'd like to add that in celebration of the release of The Silver Dagger and Brimstone, our novel Mother is going to be on sale in Kindle on Amazon for $0.99 cents, uh, July 28th through July 31st. So, yeah, that's Mother on Sale, 99 cents, July 28th to July 31st. All right. Um, again, very quickly, you are listening to Thorn and Cross on a night's live. You can learn more about what we do at our websites, alistaircross.com and tamathorn.com. You can visit our mutual blog at thorningcross.wordpress.com, or if you tweet, our handles are at crossalister and at tamathorn. You can also visit our Haunted Nights Live page on Facebook. For more information on the show, you can visit Authors on the Air on Facebook, Twitter, and at AuthorsOnTheAir.com. This is a broadcast of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, LLC. All right, now that that's all out of the way, uh, I am pleased to announce that tonight we have the return of one of our very favorite people of all time, Jay Bonansinga. Uh His work has been Aww, translated into 11 so different sweet. languages, and his 2004 <laughs> nonfiction debut, The Sinking of the Eastland, was a Chicago Reader Critics' Choice book, as well as the recipient of a Superior Achievement Award from the Illinois State Historical Society. 
his debut novel, The Black Mariah, was a finalist for a Bram Stoker Award, and his numerous short tells and articles have been published in such magazines as The Writer, Amazing Stories, Grew, Flesh and Blood, Trey, and Cemetery Dance, as well as a number of other anthologies. Jay is also an indie filmmaker. His music videos have been seen on the national network and public television, and his short film, City of Men, was awarded the prestigious silver plaque at the Chicago International Film Festival. In 2008, his feature film debut, Stash, which is based on a short story of the same title in a collection uh, called Candy in the Dumpster, won the Gold Remy and the, at the Houston International Film Festival and Best Comedy at the Iowa City and Queens International Film Festivals. All right, so that's a, that's a lot of accomplishments, and we are, pl- we are just, we love having you, Jay. How are you? Yes. <laughs> I'm well. I'm exhausted just listening to that introduction. I don't know how. I, I mean, I can't believe that I yeah, got all that done. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom always said it's I should get true. a real job. But <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Aren't you glad you didn't? I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> Me too. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, I mean, it is a trade-off. As you guys know, you guys are so prolific. I cannot believe the number of books you write, and they're all fantastic. I mean, you know, it's one thing to just slap words on a page, and, you know, (laughs) you guys write amazing books, and there's one coming out, like, every five minutes. It's just Stephen Stephen King has nothing on you guys. (laughs) I wish. I know. I, yeah. I, it's funny because it, it's you know sometimes I do look at it and think you know we do we do pretty well, but most of the time on a day to day thing, I you know on a day to day basis, I'm constantly bitching that we need to be faster. <laughs> he is right. right. I should write back. We spent too much well, on our solos. We've got to spend more on the collaboration. And he goes, yeah. And then we do that. And then we didn't spend enough time on the solos. We just are never pleased. You know. <laughs> You know what would be fascinating is you guys, you guys should write one during a podcast. Do you guys remember Harlan Ellison? He, he, you know, oh, yeah. he, was, he was, you know, he was an elder statesman, of course, you know, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, an icon really of our genre. Right. Um, but, um, you know, he used to like write, he was super prolific. He used to write, books literally in places like bookstore windows they would set them yeah. up and with his typewriter and he would you know uh, or or he would write them he would one he he wrote one of my favorite stories of his on a radio show like like he he said the call you know the dj's like you know we have a special surprise for all our listeners tonight all, uh the you know the 10th caller will give us the subject for Harlan Ellison to write a story from. And oh, wow. by the end of the show, he will have a story or something like that. I mean, he must have had more time yeah. in the end of the show because he, he wrote this, this, this caller. The caller says, calls in and says, um, the subject I'd like you to write a story uh, about is radio call-in shows. And, oh. and Ellison just groans and goes, are you that's it. That's that's the subject. You, oh, I hate you, you son of a bitch. But he he wrote an amazing story 
called I, I I'll never forget it. It's collected in one of his collections. It's called Flop Sweat, and it, and it's oh, yeah. super scary story about you know this this deep, this uh, radio host who starts getting calls from the same demonic entity from different points around the world. It's just it's everywhere all at the same time calling him. It's really horrifying. And, you know, he kind of those things up on this. He used to think, you know, God bless him, he's passed, but, you know, rest in peace. But he's he used to think those things up on the spot. And, you know. He thrives on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always marvel at that. I think there's a part of the brain that works well when it's in that lightning round zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do. I wish I had it. <laughs> well, guess yeah. what? Tonight you're going to be challenged because I have, <laughs> I have, good um, luck. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine categories that I I have thought uh-huh. up for you guys to tell me oh, no. what your favorite your favorite is in that category, and the more you think about it, the less interesting it'll be. If you just whatever is it, I I think. The, you know, the way it works best is, like, what is the first thing that pops into your mind? Like, that, that is uh-huh. truly your favorite. I've had way too much time to think about it because I thought up this, you know, this afternoon. I thought up the categories, and uh-huh. so I've had, you know, hours. So you're interviewing so us. I, yeah, you, I'm, <laughs> yeah, you guys are playing. You're playing, right? But, but also it's, it's fascinating to hear somebody's, like, instantaneous. It's sort of like that Malcolm Gladwell thing. It's like blink. You know, you're, you're, sometimes uh-huh. your best, your best, you know, um, idea or, or your best uh, instinct comes out in the fastest amount of time for a decision. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. that instant decision is your best decision. Um, so That's I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'll, I'll read through the All categories right. real quickly, really quickly, okay. and okay. then, and then we can play the game. So here are the categories. <laughs> Uh, like I said, there's nine. Favorite book, favorite Osmond, favorite movie, favorite Kardashian, favorite album, favorite junk food, favorite TV show, favorite year, favorite disease. <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. All right. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I'm you know, down. I'm down. Yeah, I don't watch. Too. As long as everybody's participating. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I got to tell you, I have not seen pay TV, I mean, regular TV in probably 10, 15 years, and I don't listen to pop music, so this is going to be interesting. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, you're probably going to choose, like, an iconic, I mean, you know, like, no, you know, it'd be so boring if, if you chose, like, just stuff. That it's current. I mean, I think I'd what rather I'm, hear. What like, I'm saying is, I don't know any Kardashians. I'm I'm clueless. <laughs> <laughs> I know the name, and evidently they have big butts, and that's about all I know. <laughs> well, that's a pretty good general knowledge thing. I think you do well on okay. <laughs> a game show. All right. Okay. <laughs> what is Bill? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll start. Um, my okay. favorite book, my favorite book is In Cold Blood. I, 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 
you know, I've, it's, I mean, like I, I, you know, not only have I read it probably like 12 times, but it's, it's so good that it, in its wake, it created a whole, it basically created true crime. I believe. Yeah. I mean, in yeah. blood, you know, created a genre and, and, you know, it, I mean, uh, Capote was such a genius that not, you know, he, he, he was like Mozart to me, you know, and it, yeah. the book was so great on so many levels that it destroyed him. You know, he, could, he that was it. That was it for him. He just began a long decline after it. It took so much yeah. out of him. And he believe, you know, he put so much of his heart and soul in it. And if any of your listeners have not read In Cold Blood, read it today. It's as modern and uh, edgy and super cool as anything you've ever read, anything on, in the marketplace now, anything being published five minutes ago, you know, I believe. All right, oh, nice. read that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's What's next? your favorite Who book? You want? Uh, me? Huh? Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I would. I would. I would say uh, I have a lot of favorites, uh, but the one that probably stands out to me is um, "Violin" by Anne Rice. Uh, oh, it just. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just got a little of everything that I like, and I've never yeah. read anything before that was so visceral and um, just kind of awful. <clears throat> and I don't know how to explain it. Right. Without, you know. Yeah, but beautiful at the same time. It just really, yeah. uh, when I read it, it just made me say to myself, I want to do this one day. And I, I don't mean just write. I mean, I want to write something like this. And I often think to myself, and I know this sounds cheesy, but um, I, I kind of think to myself, I think I've got a violin in me somewhere. At some point, I'm going to dig deep and I'm going to write a violin. <laughs> wow. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. That's what a book should, yeah. that's what a great book should do for a writer. Right. Inspire. Right. And motivate. Yeah. That's so cool. I agree with right. you. That, and when, when did that come out? Just curious, curiously. When did that come um, out? I don't remember. I read it for the first time quite a few years ago. I don't remember. It's been out for a while. I don't. Remember I mean, she. Uh, her she she's one of the. I mean, she's certainly you know one of the giants in her field. But God, what a great career she's had. Oh, I know totally. Yeah, yeah she has. She's very I mean, nice. She's never too. really. She's never faded away, or 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 you know, uh, gone to parody of herself, or you know, everything she writes so fascinating and interesting, and she's kept her edge yeah. and. Yeah, she's. I totally she's agree. A badass. Yeah, she. I totally agree. She is a badass. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> wow. My turn. Well, I have. All right. I had four or five book covers all splash into my head when you said that. I, I still don't know which one's my favorite. I'm going to say the not the October Country. That's the collection. Dandelion Wine. Bradbury. It's not my favorite anymore. I just reread it. But I first read it when I was about eight. And 
it mm-hmm. was such an influence. Um, everything I'd reread it every June, probably through most of high school. And he'd, he'd get his new sneakers out. I was always nostalgic for my boyhood in 1930s Wisconsin because of the book. Um, right. And they they go they play and the fireflies were out at night and you know we'd play out in the, at night too and the um, right oh the the serial killer that was stalking the town and down in the ravine and the old ice house in the ravine and they tell stories about how he was down there and I just absolutely ate that up and I was never a fond, fond of poetry it, Bradbury's words were the poetry I liked that his prose was my poetry and mm-hmm. when I reread it recently I was shocked at how dark it is from an adult point of view, yeah. childhood and uh, people dying, um, dream shattered and all that. And that was right. all in there, and I never, ever saw it as a kid. And it, it, it was just sort of an – it's always been sort of an all-encompassing book for me. And, and anything yeah. you wrote I loved, The Martian Chronicles, was another one that popped in my yep. head. And that same spookiness. And that's that's why I – Guess I'd have to take it over even the haunting of Hill House because I found it first. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well done. Yeah. Bradbury was magical. He was pre-political political correctness. He he was you know Mm -hmm. in in a category of his own. He taught me so much all about place and character and using your words to make music. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, his use of language is just so lyrical and and just yeah, just heartbreakingly beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh. Nice, nice. Okay, well, who's your favorite Osmond? Osmond. Donnie and Marie. Donnie, Donnie and Marie. Marie. <laughs> oh. I just have a picture of them in bed together. <laughs> Um, so I'll, I I don't know both of them. <laughs> I never paid that any is attention the to them. Easiest thing I've ever heard anybody say. It's, it's like um, French fried movie or not French fried movie. You know the Onion movie or was on Women on the Moon right. or some one of those. The Groove Tube. Right. And that's that's all, all right. I remember about They're them. They're in <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We can't tell well, mom about thought, this. You know, one, oh, one of them it was Family Guy. It was Family Guy. I just saw it. It's family one of their guy. cutaways. Yeah, <laughs> okay, it was a cutaway okay, in Family sense. Guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> one so, of them was that's all I got. One of them was country. I, I think she was country. Is it? She was a, li- a little oh, really? bit country, and he was a little bit rock and roll. I see. <laughs> I, I was always a hardcore rocker. So. <laughs> I was born Yeah, hard. Donnie was a little bit rock and roll. So that's why I I'm voting for Donnie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alice. Um, okay, uh, Alistair, movie. Oh, my favorite movie. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Carrie. That's, that's the movie that I saw that uh, really turned me on to horror and uh, – I love it to this day. I could watch it once a week, and I'd still love it. Wait, what movie? Carrie. Well, Cherry? Carrie? Carrie. Stephen Carrie. King's Carrie. Oh, Carrie. We're all going to laugh at you. Said, Carrie White. Yeah. Mama. <laughs> that would be an interesting horror <laughs> film called Cherry. But uh, 
Yeah, Carrie, Carrie with the dirty pillows. Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, with Carrie, the dirty pillows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you, you, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming you read the source book material, the book that it's based oh, yeah. on. Oh, God, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a really underrated book. I think it the is. way it was it written, like a, in letters and articles. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, yeah. A lot it, of it was, yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. That was the I read yeah. it when it was almost new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. really good. We're dating ourselves, but I, I did too. I, we I, are. I, <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. loved it. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Shows the movie. I like the the most recent remake of the movie as well, differently. But I didn't see that. I thought it was good yeah, I didn't see it. The, the the woman playing Mama. Um, who is it? Alistair. I always forget her name because I can't stand uh, her. That redhead. Uh, Julianne Moore. Yeah, Julianne Moore. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah, Julianne Moore plays Mama, right. and she's I hate her, and she's perfect, and she's like a cutter. Only she scratches her skin and stuff. She has a kind of thing going on. It's worth watching just to see her go at it. But the original, the original mother was um, uh, Piper Laurie. Piper Laurie. Uh, Piper Laurie. Yeah, yeah. Piper Laurie was amazing. In the she was. She, was. she kind of made the movie. Yeah. She was like the un, un, really did. underrated yeah. part of that film. So good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great well, movie. first sin was in her course. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, Have you guys so, ever had anybody so. <laughs> run run your your podcast for you? For, run your your podcast for you? I feel like not I'm not like, till tonight. Like I'm no, really it's controlling and manipulative. We love it. No, we love oh, it. We're enjoying <laughs> it. Yeah, it's a surprise. <laughs> but it's always All a right, surprise for you. Favorite movie, mm-hmm. favorite movie, Tamara. Oh me, um, well, oh God, can I have two categories because Blazing Saddles and Tombstone. <laughs> I probably watch Blazing Saddles more than any other movie in the world, and Tombstone <laughs> I run constantly. <laughs> and hell's coming with me, and I go yay. Uh, Kev- I'm trying to remember who's hmm? in that, Kevin. Uh, who's in oh, no, it's, Kevin um, Costner. No, oh, no, no, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be my favorite. It's Kurt Russell and uh, Virgil Earp is the one I really love. Um, um, who is he, Alistair? Is Our Sam producer Elliott? just loves him know. too. Sam Elliott. Mm-mm, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh, Metal Jacket and The Shining. There, I got them all in. Full <laughs> <laughs> Metal Jacket and The Shining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should the, be able the to original name haunting. one movie. Yeah, yeah the, original the original haunting. haunting. What, what a, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good so one good. too. What about you, well, Jay? You holding your hand. Yeah, you said yeah. you said that you said that the haunting in Hill House was your one of your favorite books. I read it the first time. I found it in the library when I was just turning eleven. And after that, it was I don't need to read science fiction anymore. I want more ghost stories. Yeah, it was amazing. Right. Do you remember? Yeah. I'm I'm putting you on the spot once again, but do, do you, there's a great line from that. I think it's from the book and the movie. I think I think it's I think it's uttered in both mediums. But something like, whatever walks there walked alone. Walks alone, yeah. and whatever walked there walked, walked alone. alone. 
whatever. Well, yeah. friend, I love right that corners line. that neatly. Oh, that whole opening. Yeah. 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 That's the yeah. opening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great opening. Brilliant. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Walls met neatly. Well, the, the great, one of the scare. it's quiet horror. Like one of the scariest yeah. moments exactly. is when the two, the two women are in bed and, she, and she says, thank you so much for holding my hand. And she's like, I'm not holding yeah. your hand. Oh, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Brilliant. That's the kind of horror I really like. That's that's the kind of horror yeah. I really like. I, I mean, yeah, I love that's, I love Terry, and, and I, love, right. I love that, but it's like the creepy, quiet, like, what? That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, so that's good. the hardest horror to write. That's, that's, that's the yes, most delicate, beautiful horror souffle. It's like a souffle. It, it, it can easily yeah. be screwed up. Yeah, it's like yeah. hard to do. It's really hard to do. Okay, um, you know what? Since you don't know who the Kardashians are, and I and and I just put through it in there like it's one of the most disgusting parts of yeah. our uh, pop culture. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one who says the favorite Kardashian. Okay, my okay, favorite okay. Kardashian is Robert Kardashian, who was a lawyer <laughs> and father and first husband. Um, and my he's the reason he's my favorite Kardashian is for his look. When OJ was found innocent, because he was OJ Simpson's <laughs> best friend, and there, if you watch the documentary or or, you know, or any <laughs> documentary or any newsreel footage of oh, the moment where you know um, the verdict is not guilty, uh, you know the, all the lawyers, all the F, F. Lee Bailey and, and, and Johnny Cochran, they're all like you know jumping up and down and patting OJ's back. And you see this one guy <laughs> off to the side, like like somebody shit in his soup. It's it's like he's looking like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And he's like his best friend. He's like OJ's best friend. It's it's an amazing moment. You got to look it up on YouTube. <laughs> oh no. Okay. I just chose Kardashian so I can say Kardashian. that. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, this, oh, this next one I'm really curious about, both of you. Uh, favorite album? Um, in, I in would classical. Probably... Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. You want me to go first? I don't really. Uh, I don't I, care. You know, um, I love, I love... I know everybody loves this and it's sold a million copies, but when you listen to it beginning to end, I think that Fleetwood Mac's Rumors is a masterpiece. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's just, I would agree it's with just that. one song. It's one of those other, perfect really, records. Really good. Yep. It's a yep. perfect record. Yeah. Yeah, it was recorded in analog, beautiful analog, back in the days yep. when everybody listened to vinyl. It's, yeah, beautiful. Yep. Not a dud on it. All right, that's my answer. Right. Yeah. I, I can't done. remember if it's Carahan's Jupiter Symphony for Mozart, so I'm, I, instead of that, I'm going to say Night at the Opera by Queen. I got to see them in concert about the time, not mm-hmm. too long after that came out. Wow. And, oh, oh, cool. wow. That was incredible. Cool. Talk about aging yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a masterpiece, too. Yeah, Yeah. a masterpiece. I mean, these are things that only the no one else could have recorded these records. Exactly. Right. right. What about you? My favorite one is is um, 
she's probably one of my favorite artists of all. She is one of my favorite artists of all time and one of my heroes and what I, someone I believe is one of the most brilliant people who ever walked the planet, Joni Mitchell. And uh-huh, um, yeah. late in her career, she recorded a, a jazz record called Don Juan's Reckless Daughter. And uh-huh. for some reason, it just haunts me. I, I've listened to it. It came out in the 70s, and, and I listened to it, uh, you know, regularly. It's my Desert Island record. I've listened to it, you know, worn out records, listening to it on vinyl, and then when it, you know, it, then listened to it on CD, and now listen just to files of it. It's just, I highly recommend it if you're not wow. familiar with it, because it's not, it's, it's not the Joni Mitchell of, you know, um, you know, the early days of Woodstock and, yeah. and this is like the right, later right. sort of, you know, uh, smoky, middle-aged, uh, you know, bittersweet, melancholy Jody Mitchell of Coyote and, you know, that era. Mm-hmm. And she just, she right. went off into jazz, like just pure Gosh. jazz vocals and, 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 and she made it with weather reports and it's just, Amazing. It's an amazing oh, that record. Sounds wonderful. Highly recommended. Such a cool. I've, never, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I, I've yeah, never most, even heard of most, it. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. Most Joni Mitchell fans have never even heard of it. Um, it's just yeah. a different, you know how these great artists, they go through phases. They go through different, their blue period, you know, and mm-hmm. this is just her jazz period. She made about three jazz albums, and they're they're all really brilliant. Okay, favorite junk oh, food. Nice. Junk food? Go from the sublime to the ridiculous. <laughs> oh. I know what Alistair likes. Yeah. I'm very fond of Poor Brothers Maui onion chips, thin thin cut. I, I have a problem resisting those. Oh, yeah. I give them in the 99-cent store. They're much better than anything in a regular store. <laughs> I, I know, right? what you, okay, what, I know of what you see. Yeah. Very yeah. crunchy. Oh. Very delicious. Well, they're very thin. They're thin and crisp, and they're oniony. Yeah, very, you very know, crisp. If it's got yeah, onions, yeah, yeah. I'm there. Yeah. They're really good yeah. on frosting. No, not really. <laughs> no, Alistair. Well, maybe if you're You're going to say what I think you're going to yeah. say? <laughs> <laughs> That's funyuns, I think, if you're high. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good, yeah. I like those, too. Yeah. So, okay, Alistair, what's your favorite junk food? My my favorite junk food is I don't think anybody's going to guess this because I never admit it. And if you judge me, I'm going to well, I'm not going to do anything, <laughs> but I'm just going to just be annoyed that I got judged. You no, know what? there's no really shame. Like... No shaming. Yeah. What? Okay, no shaming. No food shaming. You know what I really like? Pop tarts with cheese melted on them. <laughs> oh God! What flavor oh, good pop tarts? I've never even heard of that. Is that a thing? No, me neither. I've never oh, even I heard of that just, one. You just you just take a pop tart, you put it in the toaster so it's nice and hot, and then you take it out of the toaster and you put some cheese on it, and then you put it in the microwave. <laughs> so what what's, what and flavor of pop tart? Don't they always have like? Yeah, I mean, it, you know what? It doesn't you're, matter. You're you can knowing me on. You can, it. you can mix it up. <laughs> you can you can do oh, like my favorite you. is. Yes, my favorite is the unfrosted strawberry with cheddar, but you can do, yeah, you can mix it up. You know, they've got all kinds of flavors, and you can try different cheeses. 
You did tell me that one, but I managed to sublimate it. That's kind of And it's only like 10,000 calories a bite. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, well, then I'll admit to chocolate ice cream with orange juice on it. That's not bad. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) Wow. I thought only my son agreed with me. <laughs> my husband goes, oh, 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 don't eat that. It's horrible. Well, what about you, Jay and Alistair? Yeah, what about, what, do you no, not add gummy bears anymore? Or? Oh, I do love oh, gummy that's... bears, but, but, but since we're engaging yeah. secrets here, I thought I <laughs> since it's got to be yeah. something yeah. interesting, everybody knows I like gummy bears. I mean, <laughs> you know what? I Alistair, I think you're going to start like this new fad. I mean that because I hope so. it's so <laughs> it's so gross. It sounds good. It, it, I, I mean, exactly what it is, with, man. I would have to smoke chose... a doobie the size of Wisconsin. Right, <laughs> maybe right. that's a given. That's a given. Yeah. But but if you go without the the frosting, if you go with a with a pop tart, mm-hmm. just a fruit yeah. pop tart without the frosting with the cheese, that might that be okay. That's not too crazy. Yeah, it's really good. It's, and no. it's surprisingly or good even with so frosting. It, it really is. Work. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, my mine really quickly. This goes back. Uh, I'm you know again. I'm I'm horribly old, so this is going to date myself. But <laughs> there was a thing called a Little Debbie Banana Twin, <laughs> and no nobody under the age of sixty is going to remember these, but. Little Debbie was like Hostess. It was like a brand of, I don't even know if they still exist. They may still exist. Oh, it still exists. Um, I see it all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, get, well that makes me happy then. And there's a thing <laughs> called a banana, a banana twin, or at least there was. They probably took it, taken it uh-huh. off the market, you know, carcinogenic or something. But it, it was this <laughs> big, long, it was like the size of a of a submarine sandwich. And it was just two, um, you know, two uh, pieces of sponge cake with like a, a gallon of cream, banana flavored, <laughs> artificially banana flavored cream. So it was, I love it. When that I was amazing, good. it was heaven. It was heaven. I had to have them when I was watching the Three Stooges. That's another thing I should mention. Oh. <laughs> That that was the one thing nice. I was girly about. I never liked Three Stooges. I liked everything. Every, otherwise, I was a boy through and through. <laughs> yeah, it is a guy thing. You're totally right about that. It is yeah. a total guy thing. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, favorite TV show. This doesn't have to be from any era. Mm-hmm. It, could, it could be from the 60s. It could be from the 70s, 80s, 90s. Favorite TV, Deadwood. TV show. Deadwood, Deadwood, and Deadwood. Yeah, um, that, that's a Deadwood. masterpiece. That's a masterpiece. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's totally a masterpiece. Well, have you seen well, Have you seen the show What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, that's kind of good. I the, like the that. The vampire mockumentary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, the movie yeah, yeah. I've seen. I haven't seen the TV show. Well, the TV show is as good as the movie. In my opinion, ah. the TV show is 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 uh, created by um, the guy from Flight of the Concords, Jermaine Jermaine Clement, and mm-hmm. um, also the other uh, the other uh, lead character in the original movie. Um, they both created this TV version of it, and it's it's almost better than the movie. It's almost funnier and 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 quirkier than the movie. It's it's really, really good. 
If you haven't seen it, or if any of your listeners haven't seen it, that's my favorite. That's my current favorite TV show, What We Do in the Shadows. It's on FX. So it's on basic cable, uh, on every cable system. Easy to find. Uh, Amazing. Masterpiece. Nice. I like it. Alan, Alistair, your favorite TV show. All right. Another embarrassing one. <clears throat> um, <laughs> this is what popped into my head when you first asked it, so I'm going to say it. Uh, yeah. I grew up in the 80s, and... <laughs> There was like like on I don't remember what nights it was, but they you know they, we we didn't have like Netflix and all this stuff. It was you know we 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 watched what was on, and for some reason, right. what I what I really liked, and I still like to this day. In fact, I probably like it even more now than I was when I was a kid. It's the Golden Girls. <laughs> every oh, time a great I hear show. that theme song, it is. Every time I hear the theme song, I it makes my heart happy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm so sad that there's only that's one that's left, awesome. you know. <laughs> I love it. You know what? It's clever. I love the you. writing was good. I, yep, Alistair, I love you a little bit more now that you've said that than I did before. And I love oh, you. you. I loved you so much before, but now I love you more now. Oh, you said Golden Girls. Yeah, it's just it, I think so it's a cool. great show. I, I watched it as an adult, and I'm like, you know, this is a pretty good show. It really is. I mean, a lot yeah, of those it is. shows right. in the 80s it, were very cheesy. They were really bad. And, yeah, their clothes are bad and everything, but it's still pretty clever. You know? A lot of people I mean, dress those, that way now. Every, every <laughs> single one of those women were kind of comic geniuses. They were. Oh, yeah. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I, I, I think it's an underrated show. The Golden Girls. That's what I do. <laughs> Glamorous life. <laughs> this this next one, I'm really curious too. What you what each of you will say? Uh, favorite year? I, I'll give mine first. Um, my favorite year is 1977. Um, mostly because it's a comet for me. It's a combination of sense sentimentality it was the year I graduated from high school um and when you graduate the year you graduate from high school if you're lucky if you've had a good childhood it's it's magical you're you're you know you're at you're sort of at the end of your first act you know you're you're it's yeah. it's just one of those amazing kind of John Hughes um moments where you know and I really I really felt it in 1977. I felt like the world was my oyster and, um, you know, I just love the seventies. That's definitely my favorite decade. And 77 also was like, in my opinion, the greatest year for music. It was when new wave and punk rock had, uh, you know, sort of germinated both in England and America and, you know, bands like the talking heads, were recording their first albums and, and making, you know, coming onto the scene and the Ramones and the Clash. And it really was, it really was a milestone for music and kind of it ushered in a new era for music. And that, that if you, if you like go online and just Google 1977, you know, uh, you'll see how amazing the, the great number of records that came out that year. It was really a golden era for rock and roll. And that's another reason. And that's, that's like the soundtrack of my, you know, graduation from high school, those, those great, you know, rock and roll records. 
Um, nice. That's so the that's year Mac Rivers came out. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I have no All answer. Right. I've never thought of life that way. I've never thought of it. I was just yeah, glad I, to get out of high school. Yeah. There's a yeah. scene in The Great Gatsby. In The Great Gatsby, and I, I'd have to say that, you know, uh, he was one of my favorite writers, um, F. Mm-hmm. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Um, there's a scene in The Great Gatsby where Gatsby and his and his best friend play this game where they go, best, best meal. And then, you know, one of them will go, you know, uh, Rayo's in 1957 uh, in October in New York, you know, um, uh-huh. Asabuco, and or 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 they'll say, you know, best party, and I don't know for some reason that sunk a hook into me many years ago. I probably was a teenager huh. when I first read that scene, but it, I don't know why it, it sunk a hook into me. It was almost like a religious experience. It was like wow. that's truly how to enjoy life is to see right, right. life as a series of moments, you know? And you're not always going to have peak moments. But if you, if, you, uh-huh. if you see, you know, if you go, you know, you look back on something. And, and also, you know, memory is the biggest, you know, liar of all time. I mean, your memory yeah. plays <laughs> tricks with you. You know, you think, you think of things differently when they're, relegated to the to memory, you know. But true. Yeah, that's that's right. Really, right. I, you, know, been in, you know, I could say things like the first short story I ever sold, which was for copies, it was a bigger deal than selling a book. But I don't know what year that was. Um the time I saw the, the uh Born to Run concert with Springsteen, that was great. I remember things like that, but I could never tell you what year any of it was. <laughs> so yeah, I get moments. Yeah, I just don't know when they were but I don't know what I ate for lunch yesterday either. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah, Springsteen <laughs> is probably a part of a lot of people's, you know, memory, uh, you know, album. Because yeah. I, I have memories of that too. You know, I'm old enough to remember when he first came on the scene. You know, he, 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 mm-hmm. it, it was in the 70s and, and I was right. in high school. And yes. I remember he, I, I saw him in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and people don't believe me, but you, you can look this up, and it's true. He would guarantee his concert. He would actually, wow. they would say on the ticket, satisfaction guaranteed. If you are not completely oh. guaranteed by this concert, at the break, you can go get your money back. How cool. Oh, wow. How could you yeah. not be satisfied? Yeah, and well, nobody got their money back. Yeah, exactly. Right. I exactly. wore out. There's an album I'd forgotten about. I wore out the LP of the Wild, the Innocent, and the E Street Shuffle, his second big oh. album. And I wore that's, out the that's cassette an tape. Album. I haven't worn out yeah. the CD though, but I never play CD. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, wow. you're you're so right. That's uh, oh my god, Rosalie. Wild Billy's Circus Show. Oh. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows about that one. It's my favorite. Heartbreaking. Beautiful. Yeah. I know it, it really is. well. Yeah. I think he's a great I think writer. He's a, I think he he's kind of an under under uh, under appreciated. I mean, I know he's a big deal, but I, people need to talk yeah. more about his writing. He's a great writer. 
He's he tells oh stories God, yeah. and he's a real musician too. That's exactly, what made him exactly. really right. makes him brilliant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We are kind of using up our time. We need to have you right back again. Can we, <laughs> we do. We'll arrange that? I mean, we'll, we'll talk about we, you did, next did we, time. Did we, <laughs> yeah, did, did we get through all nine of the categories? Yeah. Uh, did we? Oh, we, we did. did. We did. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Good. Yay. Good for us. Yeah. yeah I, you so, know what? That was so, fun. Yeah, it was. Well, you know, Thank I just you. Thought it would be, you guys are so sweet to me, and you've supported me so much over the years, and you've had me on so many times. That I just I wanted to do something a little different just for fun mm-hmm. because you guys are so interesting and you guys have, have, uh-huh. have you know you 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 have wonderful bodies of work and in a in careers and uh, you know you're this is such a you know a treat for me uh-huh. to come on and talk to you guys so uh, yeah. well we still need to talk I mean, about thank you. you so we'll we'll <laughs> yeah, talk to you love- tomorrow about that. I, I think we have something held for someone special. So, <laughs> yeah, and 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 you know we've talked. This is cool though because we've we've talked about that a lot. Talked about doing like theme shows and stuff like that, and just random things. And you know what? It is. It's it's it was a lot of fun, and I'm glad we did it. And um, of yeah. course, you're welcome back anytime, and we'll do it again. But one thing yes. that I do insist that you do before we let you go is tell mm-hmm. our listeners where they can find out more about you and your work. Oh, well, thank you. You know, it's funny because right now I'm, I'm so like uh project rich, but each of them have not been announced and I have signed NDAs for all these projects and I keep wanting to tell people about them, but I really, you know, can't, I mean, the best place to, you know, figure out, you know, find my stuff still is jbonansinga.com. It's spelled like my name, J-A-Y-B-O-N-A-N-S-I-N-G-A. Yes, I've gone through life learning how to spell that, like, really quickly. But, it, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, I, I mean, you know, I've, I've got, I'm, you know, like, I'll, I'll leave you with this little tease, but I, I'm, I'm working on a legacy project for an uh, iconic um figure in our field who has passed away recently and I've been hired by his company to work on a legacy project Um, and it's the most exciting project of my life and you know can't be announced yet it's you know but it's it's happening and really I can't wait I mean once it's out there and I can talk about it I definitely will come back and talk to you about it it's it's really an amazing roller coaster ride yeah fantastic yeah, yeah, thank you again. Awesome. This was really fun. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank fun. you. Oh, fun. we love yeah, you so much. You too. Yeah. And we will we will be in touch. And uh, thank you for coming on. We always love having you. You're always welcome back. And yes, we'll be in touch. My pleasure. And My pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And until next week, we wish you haunted nights and sweet screams. Thank you for listening.
Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross. <laughs> <laughs> 